Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer. Today, we're talking about the homeopathic remedy, nausea. And when I talk about nausea, um, people are going to go, ooh, ick. Nausea is actually made from cobra venom. And when I say cobra venom, that's I say people tend to kind of freak out. But remember, in homeopathy, when things, when, when a remedy is made from a substance, it's those symptoms that that original substance may have caused that the homeopathic remedy works to take away. I know everybody has, you know, their image in their mind of the cobra, the king cobra, dancing as someone plays the flute. It's very scary, right? Um, I remember when I was at seminar with Dinesh Chowan, we had a nausea case, and it was oh so fascinating case. It was very, very interesting. And so it helped me to have a full picture of this remedy in the first place. One of the things that I realized that I never really thought about it before, but as that king cobra dances and he fans out his, his, the neck below his head, what is he doing? He's trying to scare you away. He doesn't necessarily want to like strike. He will if he has to, but he doesn't want to. He's trying to scare away his, you know, predators. So anyway, that's a really good picture of the snake itself in comparison to other snake remedies. And if you're not familiar with snake remedies, we're not going to dwell on that a lot today. The reason I want to talk about nausea is because it's recently been brought to the surface of all the other homeopathic remedies in the world, um, because there's so many, right? But today, uh, like I said, it was brought to my attention just recently. There was an article I had read back in August by a Dr. Habib Khan, um, his last name is spelled K-H-A-N. And in his article, he was explaining how he has used nausea in cases of, of persons with, with COVID. So, and of course, we know that persons with COVID, persons who have had the jab, the different symptoms, um, they all have a lot of the same symptoms. There's a lot of hemorrhage, there's blood clots, there's heart problems, there's, you know, numerous problems. And so I had, um, I put this, his paper, I, I took his paper and I put it on our, our members corner so that we have access because we've been trying to collect some of the, <laughs> some of the good information from around the world, from different doctors from around the world, MDs as well as homeopaths. Um, and Dr. Habib here is a, a homeopath, but he's also got PhD and a bunch of other letters behind his title but he uses this nausea because of the impact it has on the patient and he said with the 50 COVID patients that he has treated he says they all walked away smiling within four days or something like that it was just amazing but he uses nausea 
one am first. That's the first remedy he gives in his, when someone comes down with symptoms. And so it's like, well, all of us in this country, around the world, wherever we're sitting, listening to this podcast, we all know someone who's either had COVID or who knows someone or has had it themselves. So when we talk about this remedy, you're going to, you're going to get a You're going to go, Oh my gosh, you know, that's a really good remedy for this. <laughs> and so what we're going to try to do today is just establish the symptoms and the understanding of this remedy. Because like, like I said, when you see the essence of a remedy, you know how to reach for it. And I know the last two podcasts we did, they were for excellent, excellent remedies that I've used numerous times for persons with COVID. And it's only been this last two months now that we've recently started using Naja. And it seems to have wonderful effects. So let's go ahead and see if we can try to understand the essence of this remedy. The first thing we need to realize is that it is a snake remedy. And so like other snake remedies, it's very left-sided. It has the heat and the pulsations that travel upward. And so it has, like I said, a lot of the same snake tendencies. If you compare it to lachesis or lachesis, it lacks the intensity of the mental emotional symptom structure because where lachesis is very hot and fiery, temperamental, um, jealous, get in your face type of snake remedy, nausea is more laid back. It's, it's what they call a nice lachesis or nice lachesis. It is not hemorrhagic like either lachesis or coronalis. Let's just say at this point that it's the nice snake remedy, okay? Okay. I think one of the best descriptions of nausea can be taken from one of John H. Clark's stories. And he goes on to write that the affinity for nausea for the medulla oblongata and the cerebellum is well known in an experience of Frank Buckland. This was written in the Curiosities of Natural Health. I'm not sure what year because he doesn't have that listed, but it was obviously a very long time ago. (laughs) Frank writes, after skinning a rat killed by a cobra bite, (laughs) he says, I had not walked 100 yards before I felt as if somebody had come behind me and struck me a severe blow on the head and neck. And at the same time, I experienced a most acute pain and a sense of oppression at the chest, as though a hot iron had been run in and a hundred weight put on top of it. He continues on in the article. It says, his face turned green. He staggered into a chemist's shop. In other words, like a, a drugstore. That's what they used to call chemists. Or, you know, the drugstore is what they used to call a chemist shop. And managed to get some ammonia. And, when, and was then able to walk to a friend's house. Where he drank four large wine glasses of brandy without feeling tipsy. He was then able to start for his own house. And for the first time felt a most acute pain under the nail of his left thumb the pain running up the arm. About an hour before he had examined the rat, he had cleaned his nail with a penknife and had slightly separated the skin. And that was how the virus entered. These symptoms of Buckland's are highly characteristic and valuable. It really helps to give us a full picture of the homeopathic remedy nausea. The hot iron symptom and the weight on the chest should be especially noted. See what he had done is he cleaned his penknife and then when he skin this rat that's how it got the there was the open wound and we all know that many many illnesses are taken in through an open wound or an orifice of the body 
And so that is how this affected him in s such a way. Like I said, the hot iron, the, the weight, the symptoms running upward, these are all very classic symptoms of nausea. And he goes on to say, uh, here's another young uh, story. He says, a young woman suffering from a heart affection had oppression of the chest accounting almost to suffocation. She had feeble, irregular, almost imperceptible pulse. She was anemic in appearance and had inability to speak, aphonia. Um, one dose of nausea was given followed in four hours by a second. These sufficed for the cure. The next day, when the doctor called, his patient addressed him in a loud voice. So she no longer had aphonia. <laughs> in a loud voice, she says, Doctor, you gave me poison last night. When asked to explain, she said that after the first dose, she felt awful heat in her entire system. This must be put beside Buckland's hot iron as the nausea indication. So when we have stories like this that are so, they run parallel, that the symptoms are so specific. And when we see these types of symptoms, this, we know this is a really good remedy for indication for acute situations. The same doctor, this Majundar, he has collected many instances where he says that he has saved a number of apparently hopeless cases of cholera with nausea in the collapse stage with pulselessness and difficulty of breathing. I mean, what does that sound like, guys? What, what, is, what is everyone suffering from these days, right? In addition to the above symptoms of heart failure and distress, the following will be found to be leading symptoms in heart cases. Depression and lowness of the, about the heart. Inability to speak. The aphonia is very strong with this remedy. And that's, like I said, that's huge in this, you know, in this illness that everyone's experienced around the world since 2019. With choking, nervous, chronic palpitation, severe pains in the left temple, cardiac and ovarian regions, sensation as if the heart and ovary were drawn together, pains about the heart extending to the nap of the neck and left shoulder and arm, with anxiety and fear of death. The pulse is slow, irregular. He says, in a case cured by Russell, there was dragging and anxiety in the precordia, occurring in great grief. We talked about, we had a couple of first aid podcasts in which we talked about the heart and nausea obviously was written up in there. And it's one of the main remedies for any heart symptoms, especially if it's not genetic. Okay. So if it's something, if, if it's a, if it's brought on by an illness or an injury or grief, then this is a really good remedy for it. And it's really good for children, what they call the valvular lesions in children. According to Herring, nervous phenomena predominate nausea over other serpent poisons. It acts primarily upon the nervous system, especially on the respiratory nerves, pneumonogastric and glossopharyngeal. The last gives the characteristics of choking. This is so it's, and I don't know how many of you, like I said, have actually been around someone that has had COVID or have had it themselves. All of these symptoms are very, very, very characteristic of this illness. Another characteristic is the grasping of the throat and the choking sensations. They're very, very strong, very prevalent. And so if we look at the bigger picture here, and we can go to Kent, and he writes that nausea has surging of blood upwards, like lachesis, a distressing symptom. There is marked dyspnea, shortness of breath, cardiac or otherwise. There is stuffing up of the chest, 
great rawness of the trachea and larynx. The whole passage is raw, as if excoriated. There is much sneezing, with running of water from the nose, inability to lie down at night, dryness of the air passages of the nose, with hay fever. The patient has suffocative attacks in August. The whole chest is in a state of congestion, emptiness of the left side of the chest, low pulse or intermittent pulse. With all the complaints of the chest, there is an inability to lie down, especially on the left side. Numbness of the left arm. There's the dyspnea, that shortness of breath. If he goes to sleep, he wakes up suffocating, gasping, choking, or he starts from his sleep as if in a dream. In most complaints, there is the inability to lie down on the left side. The nausea patient is subject to severe attacks of bronchitis. There is the rawness between the larynx and the trachea, especially after coughing. This is a great remedy in asthma, especially cardiac asthma. The breathing is so bad that he cannot lie down. Useful in chronic nervous palpitation, palpitation after exertion of any kind, chronic nervous palpitation with inability to speak on account of choking. That was a little bit from Kent. Now I'll tell you, there's not a lot in the Materia Medicas about nausea. They all say the same thing. They use each other's stories and they just all try to get the same impression across to people. And I will tell you that when we talk about a homeopathic remedy, we always have what we call the causation. And one of the things about nausea is, we, we, in my book, you'll see instead of causation, I say effects of, effects of ailments from anticipation, grief, and sorrow. It's, those are some of the things that set a person up for the need of this remedy. In the last two and a half years, it seems the entire planet, <laughs> I mean, I don't care who you talk to, the entire planet Everyone feels such a, a sorrow, a deep grief and sorrow about their countenance, their, their life. They, everyone has stories of change that has not necessarily been beneficial for their family. The only thing I can honestly say that I see as a positive in all of this ever since, I don't know, was it 1st of March 2019, is that everyone seems to be looking up. I've seen more people on their knees in the last year and a half than I've seen in my entire life. And I've been around a lot of really good people all my life. And it seems that all the people that I come in contact with, everyone is changing. The way that they look at the world and the perception of their daily lives, what's important to them. And so to me, that's positive, okay? And so with that new surge of desire for our creator and trying to figure things out and really realizing what's important in this life, I appreciate the fact that everyone is going through it together. Everyone is sharing the same stories. Everyone is suffering and laughing and excited about, you know, the future. Because like I said, in the end, we know God wins, right? <laughs> we are seeing more sadness and grief in the world. And so it's just really set this remedy apart from a lot of other remedies that are that's really effective for today, for our day and time. And so... That's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this remedy. And like I said, some of the, the, you know, heart issues that we're seeing today, a lot of people are born with heart issues, they're systemic, they're genetic, they're inherited, they're, they're born with this, right? But there's a lot of people today that are having heart issues that never would have had they not been experiencing, well, maybe some medications, maybe the jab, maybe the deep sorrow and sadness that's affecting their heart because 
everything affects our heart. All emotion and joy and sorrow runs through our heart, okay? Our heart is affected by everything. I know even as a mother, I can remember just grasping my heart thinking, oh, it's just going to burst with pride or it's going to burst with sorrow or it's going to burst with happiness. I feel everything in my heart that before I became a mother, I never really experienced that. I can remember losing animals as a child and thinking my heart was going to break. But as I got older, I realized how much of an impact emotion really did have on my heart. And it's exciting because you realize that this is me. I'm a human. (laughs) And everything does affect us. I've, I've had people say to me, I don't know why you get so upset about stuff. It doesn't have anything to do with you. It doesn't affect you. Oh, that's a big mistake. Everything affects everyone. Every good deed affects everyone. Every bad deed affects everyone. Every sorrow affects everyone. Every joy affects everyone. So we are connected whether we like it or not. So when we can see the big picture of this remedy, Naja, and how it really is an important remedy for our day, then we, we can more effectively use it in our world without being scared because it's a snake remedy. Because like I said, just like the, the King Cobra himself, he, he wants to scare people away. He doesn't really want to strike. He just wants to, everyone to stay back. That is really a very key picture of this remedy. But it's so perfect for, for the heart issues and you know, heart murmurs and, and angina with radiation and you know, pain to the throat and neck, the left arm and hand. It's, it's an amazing remedy. I'm going to sum up this little podcast here with uh, the summation from Roger Morrison. He writes, The similarities in nausea to the symptoms of other snake venoms may make this remedy hard to differentiate, especially from lachesis. In nausea, the left-sided complaints, the intolerance to collars, the suffocation, the nighttime aggravation, and especially the cardiac symptomology all closely correspond to laxis and other venoms. However, in this remedy, the hemorrhagic and septic tendencies are notably absent, and especially valvular and cardiac symptoms are prominent. So that's how he's differentiating them from the septic and hemorrhagic tendencies of laxis and crotalus. He didn't mention crotalus here. I'm saying crotalus. He says that nausea has many of the same symptoms, but this one we look at when there are valvular lesions and cardiac symptoms. The tendency for these valvular lesions is so strong that Kent was led to recommend its use as a specific in valvular valvular lesions in children. The nausea patient is like a mild-tempered lachesis without a forceful loquacity. In other words, loquacity is talks quickly or fast, and it's very forceful. And without the jealousy and aggressiveness, the patient seems to dwell on unimportant or minor problems, making his troubles exaggerated. So with that, oh, there's a one other thing that is, it's very important, I think, to understand is the, the body temperature. The body tends to be cold and collapsed the limbs cold, icy coldness of the hands and feet. And yet there can be a heat in the face. Like I said, it's very, I think of like, we talked about, we talked about Lauroceros and it's very collapsed. It can be cold, low pulse, low breath. It's very similar to that remedy, which which is a plant remedy that I love, love, love for that collapsed condition. And Naja is the animal version of that particular remedy. It's, it's a really good 
remedy to think of in times of anything heart, anything that has caused that limp, cold, breathless, can't speak very loudly person. Like I said, I, we've talked about all these different remedies now that are very, very important in today's world. And I think that that's a pretty good picture. Everything we've talked about today, I think is, is a pretty good picture. And you're not going to forget this remedy when you hear it now. All right, everyone. I hope this has been helpful because like I said, these remedies, even if you just understand them, I think it's really important to know that we can help people with severe problems. So many people today rely on the medical industry. And when you even suggest a homeopathic remedy, they just look at you. And my heart aches for those people. Well, it actually hurts my feelings that they're so, so stubborn and set in their ways that they're not even willing to listen to science, willing to listen to historical documentation of homeopathic remedies that work so beautifully. And so it's just a matter of, like I said, them seeing it work, them seeing the happiness that it brings within families that are using natural remedies rather than running to the doctor or relying on what they call their allopathic science. I'm not saying we don't need hospitals and we don't need doctors because we absolutely do. It's just that homeopathy is so effective and so efficient. And when we understand the provings and the history and the experience behind the use of a particular remedy, it just makes it so amazing. And I, for one, am extremely thankful. All right, folks, I'm going to let you go. Have a wonderful day. May God bless you and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.